you believe in accountable love? Welcome to Accountable Love, home of the love snobs, where love is a group journey. My name is Jerry. My name is Aziz. And today we have special guests. To my right is Aziza. And to Aziz's left is Mahogany. Yeah, Aziza and Aziza. Aziza and Aziza. <laughs> we are all searching for stability. We are all looking for absolutes in humanity. But there are no absolutes. There's only accountable love. A love that says when you pick a partner and friend, they will show up with their daily best and you will give them your all as well. We all deserve love at its highest form. So the love snobs are here to tell you, you deserve everything. You deserve a high class. So today we're going to talk about, you know, accountable love as we usually do. We want um, to hear Aziza's definition of what accountable love means to her. Accountable love means, in my opinion, loving from a place of truth, responsibility, and fairness. Definitely. Okay. What about you, Mahogany? Well, um, as I've said plenty of times, I think that accountable love has everything to do with um, responsible love, you know, um, reciprocation. Um, there's a whole lot that comes with it. It's the work, um, reciprocal work, reciprocal communication, all of these things I just think is a part of accountable love and making, making sure that um, you understand who you are in that situation and mm -hmm. who your partner is and um, both showing up. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So oh. go ahead. So how does your family life affect your views on love? Well, growing up, um, as Aziza said, um, very similar was more action in regard to making sure I was provided for, making sure that I had all of the needs, not necessarily the wants, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I understood that it was an action word, um, but it didn't feel balanced. It didn't feel balanced. It still left me yearning for stuff, certain, you know, certain things, actions, words. Um, and so I made sure to create that balance within my life, um, in regard to how I deal with my children and my loved ones. Mm -hmm. Definitely. How did it, um, how do you think it affected your relationships now, you know, getting older, actually dating, actually going into long-term relationships? How would you say that, you know, that home life mirrored your relationships or did it trickle into your relationships in any way? I would say that it has, uh, probably more in a negative way. I think that it's very challenging for me to express, you know, my deepest, most heartfelt feelings. And people, you know, need to know how you feel about them. If you love someone, it's something that you have to say, it's something that you have to show. And you know, I realized that maybe I'm not that comfortable showing or expressing these emotions because they weren't necessarily expressed to me growing up, leaving the other person maybe questioning, well, does this person really love me if they're not saying it all the time or if they're not 
um, physically, you know, doing certain things. So it, it's it's a point of you know awareness and growth and something that I would like to work on, so that the person that I love actually knows and believes that I love them. It's not just something in my head, or it's not just something in my heart. Definitely. But could it be that you, so basically you struggle with being vulnerable because it's, you can show up and say, I love you twice in a month, I guess. And you can do certain things and you could be caring and you could be thoughtful, but there's that wall where you're not being vulnerable. So then there's a side of you that no one's really touching. And I think that probably everyone in every relationship that you've ever had probably felt that or and probably couldn't even really, really articulate it because you show up, you're present. You do tell me that you love me. You, we do have, you know, moments. And, you know, so they're probably struggling with that, too. But it's really you're holding something to yourself because you're afraid. You, you're afraid that you don't know what they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're protecting yourself with your shell. <laughs> right. Because you, you, don't, you don't trust that they're going to do right by you subconsciously. Right. I, I would agree with that. I'd also add to that being attentive Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the oldest in my family, so most of the time the, the oldest person doesn't get all the attention. Absolutely. Um, so you're, you're kind of on your own. You're expected. There's certain expectations of mm-hmm. you. And you're moving independently many times, and you're groomed mm-hmm. to be very independent. So even though you may want these things, if you're not getting these things, you learn to adapt to mm-hmm. that way of being. And... Um, Anything that you love requires your attention. You yeah. know, it, it requires your attention and, you know, positive attention. And um, that you, you have to show up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How about you, Mahogany? Well, um, I think in my relationships, I've showed up, uh, well, those, uh, those characteristics have shown up from my upbringing in both ways, whether it be a positive or a negative. Mm-hmm. Positively, it's me identifying that I did not like the fact that it was only the action and not being spoken and not mm-hmm. the affection. So I, I show up in that way. Um, but I do recognize that it has also hindered relationships in the past because um, I no longer have them, but I had abandonment issues. Mm -hmm. It felt like I was being abandoned when my mother left the house. She was working, you Mm -hmm. know, as an adult, you know that this is responsibility. You're the parent, you got six kids, you have to go and you have to take care of business, but that's not how it translated to me as a child. So in relationships, um, especially since I don't, I, in the past, I haven't met too many people who meet my values on as as seriously as I do, mm-hmm. um, I can't trust that they're going to stay. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, that part I feel like showed up in the past. Now I understand that, you know, it's it has everything to do with your choices, who you're choosing, yes. mm-hmm. and and that will def- that will uh, give you the security of. If they're going to stick around. Well, you have to trust the process, right? Absolutely. So you picked them because you believe that they were going to stick around. You picked them because you believe that they wouldn't leave you high and dry. So you just have to trust that you picked the right person. And sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it works out in it and, and everything's all good. And you guys kind of split for reasons that make sense. And sometimes 
things just don't go out as planned as like as planned because somebody didn't show up to the table correctly they were one person you know i think you know you, you, you guys are big on energy <laughs> so when you put two people together at times you know um chemistry two chemistry brings out different things in different people Definitely. that's why we need that's our principles to keep us in line and in check because you shouldn't if i have integrity if i believe in something no matter what you guys are doing i should still be still be that person that's where i was going with it but that's mo- exactly where I was but going a lot of it. people don't do that you know what i mean or they're not even aware so it's really, you know, just making sure that you around like-minded, same-hearted people. Because if you guys are splitting, it could be for other reasons. Then you know, you guys are just oil and vinegar, and not really, you know, meshing. I agree. I, I feel like um, that's where I was going with it. My past was my past because I didn't have the understanding that I have currently. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I can completely trust my choices now, mm-hmm. where because they. They come from a solid place. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's nothing shallow in my choosing. Yes. It's everything is foundation. So if these things do not show up immediately in this person, I already know this is not the one. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I possibly make excuses for why those things aren't showing up. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I, I hear both. I heard both of y'all. And one thing was the same like one thing connected for me it was like the action of love like a lot of people say actions speak louder than words and they live by that yes but what they don't know is words and actions make you great Mm -hmm. words and actions are love so what i seen is y'all wasn't being taught what love is so you were able to say okay mommy went to work now you're making sense out of it as an adult as 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 an adult adult. but Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it you're looking at it like mommy should have provided me answers Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And explain, I'm going to work. I love you. This is the process. This is what I have to do to make sure ends meet, to make sure I show you what love is by providing and making sure you have everything you need financially. So when I come home, I'm not as stressed and I can be there for you emotionally. Mm-hmm. But you don't have the parents growing up. I'm sure we all grew up in similar you know what I mean? Yeah, we Generation. didn't get those explanations. There wasn't the explanations that we get now. You see, our kids have the internet now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they shouldn't be taught by the internet still. This shit come from us. But yes. we now know that we were missing certain things. So now we try to educate. Mm-hmm. We long-winded. Sometimes our kids is like, yeah, I'm not even hearing what you have to say. You know what I mean? But you make sure that you say, listen, this is what love is. Mm-hmm. This is why I do this. You allow them to be a part of the process where a lot of our parents didn't allow us to be a part of the process because they were raised that that's protecting the child. Mm-hmm. That's allowing the child to be a child. But a child being a child, we need to still understand what love is. Mm-hmm. We still need to understand our responsibility and our part we play in honoring our parents and allowing them to be stress-free as well. Because we all have a responsibility. We're a family. So when we're now, oh, you're the kid, and all it is is playtime, then that that sends the wrong message. Yeah, Yeah. we should play, but we have responsibilities as well. You know what I'm saying? So I see that that's what's consistent. Like, you had abandonment issues, and, you know, she was trying to, you know, make sure that she showed love, but really wasn't saying it so often or, you know, things of that nature. And we need to be fully involved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what accountable love is. Waking up every day passionate about the people you're around. Because if you got to second guess them, yeah, if you got to second guess it all the time, there's a problem. And we are driven by, like, we're not self-help people. No. We're togetherness people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We do believe that it takes self, work on self, but that's one aspect of love. Okay. That's not the overall love. Love is 
self, working on self and connecting that self with other people. It's not love until you connect with other people. Yeah. You could love yourself till you're blue in the face. Mm -hmm. If you don't provide that connection, what's the point? If you're not sharing it. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, like, that's one of the things that I've seen that was the the, the, the defining point in both of y'all lives where it wasn't defined for y'all what love is. Yeah, I, I agree when I was thinking the same word connection mm-hmm. and also relationship and, you know, growing up in the same generation, you know, where your parent is your parent and you're the child. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there was any consciousness about a relationship. Definitely. Because you have to... Ha- you have to have a relationship with that person or you should have a relationship with the person that you see every day that you live with. It can't just be, you know, I'm the parent and you're the child and you do what I tell you to do. You know, obedience is was necessary. Definitely. And so it's discipline. But then if you don't have a relationship, it will become more difficult for you to actually have an impact on that individual because they're going to be like you don't know me mm-hmm. you know what I mean you don't know who I am <laughs> and mm-hmm. when you have more than one child they're individuals they Definitely. all have different personalities and you know so I, I I'm not a parent so I have respect for parents because mm-hmm. I understand that that's a very challenging thing to do however if if you you have to do your best to have a relationship Definitely. Well, I mean, we stay, we really stay away from the word individual. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, right. if you use it, it's yours. But because there's no such thing as an individual person. Mm-hmm. When we're born, we're born into a set of circumstances. We're born into a family. We're born into a bloodline. We're born into a person driving a, a bus or a person riding in a car. You have to share this world. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. We have our identity. We have things that make us who we are. But when you think as an individual, then you're thinking me. When you think collectively, and when you think about unity, you're thinking us. Mm-hmm. So everything I do, I want to affect this world in a positive way. Right. So then you have a responsibility to present yourself a certain way so it impacts other people. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just trying to impact you, mm-hmm. no matter how good you think you are, you're not the best human being you can be. But if you're doing things that inspire others, mm-hmm. just by the way you live your day-to-day, mm-hmm. it's a whole different understanding. You get what I'm saying? So, like, we are big on word usage. We are big on how, like, defining our terms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, we we obviously went back and forth because individual. I don't think it's the ba- uh, I don't think a it's a bad word. word to use. But when we now think about it in the scope of things and when we're educating, mm-hmm. and we now say, "Yo, you are individual." Does mm-hmm. it truly apply? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not practicing with other people, that's how that's marketing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? We're not trying to market relationships. We're trying to connect and build relationships. Right. You get what I'm saying? When you're trying to market self-help and be your own person and you your own this, there's a lot of money in that. Yeah. It's lucrative because mm-hmm. it makes you feel whole. But how does it help you coexist with other people? Well, the reason why there's an industry for it because, you know, you, like, everyone, like, we all experience, you know, we all was raised dif- the same but slightly different, right? Mm-hmm. And people... They tend to believe that if I am no good to myself, how could I be good to other people? Or if I don't understand this, then how could I forge a relationship with other people? But I know that we talked off camera um, about relationships slightly. And the thing is, is that, you know, and you talked about it briefly, but 
I didn't really know that things were wrong at home until I met other people. <laughs> like, I had no idea. Like, in my mind, like, that's how things were supposed to be until I had a best friend and I saw how things were there. And then I met Ivy. She didn't have no television. She didn't t- see the Cosby's. I did. I saw But that stuff was like, it was fiction. It, yeah. That thing, it was fake. It was like, yeah, it th- that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't really relate to them. You know what I mean? Like, their problems and the things that they were going on besides the fact that they were black. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but when I started, when I when I had my best friend or when I met Aziz and I realized, wait a minute, you, you and your mother have this type of conversation or you have this relationship with your mom. And, like, it was weird. It was different. And it made me, although there was something that was going on at home that I knew was was a little off but I couldn't really I didn't really know that it was so off until I connected with other people Mm -hmm. so we need to connect with other people in order to even kind of bounce ideas off each other to see even if you are going down the right path because you when you're in your own little silo you don't know it's like you're working on A you're working on A but you're going about it two different ways when y'all could be working together right yeah if you go and think about this if you go into any relationship just trying to get your point across Mm-hmm. Who's dictating the whole relationship? Yeah, right. Is it a relationship, a ship, as you said before? Mm-hmm. Is it really relating? Right, right. Like progress. Mm-hmm. That takes two. Truth, that takes two. Your perception of things and their perception of things, you come together to find the truth. Your truth is not, is not the truth. Mm-hmm. Y'all work together to find what's true to both people. And she may be accurate. But I'm not going to believe she's accurate until she explains to me how accurate she is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So everything, and that's what I think our, our, our mantra is, like, join the discussion. Yes. Because it's about dialogue. It's about starting the discussion. Because, yeah, I just had a talk with my, you know, my little lady today. And, you know, she's mm-hmm. 13 years old, but she's half tuning us out. And I'm like, you're assuming what we're thinking. You're assuming mm-hmm. what's going on. But you're responsible for Relaying, up, relaying yeah. what you're feeling to us because mm-hmm. right. we can't read your mind. Yeah. And that's a 13 year old. Mm-hmm. And one thing I notice in raising children, we expect more from our children than we, we do, do other adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Think mm-hmm. about that. Think about that. Like, we, you're going to need to do this and you need, but we don't ask our friends, oh, they cheated. You know, people are people. It's vanity. It's, it's you raise your child and you, you, you give them all the tools because I'm guilty. <laughs> you give them all the tools and you're teaching them and, you know, you expect them to be a certain way based on the tools that you provided for them. And then when they are, you know, doing opposite of that or they trip up along the way, it's, it's you're like, what the hell is going on? Like, you do the standard is a little higher because you're vanity because it's your child and it's your child and you and you're like you you had all the right tools to do all the right things but yet we're here you know what I mean I, I just feel like I feel like it has more to do with insecurity because what I realize is that people pick and choose who they hold accountable according to if they're gonna they, they're worried about losing them definitely they're worried about losing so if it's somebody they have a lot of fun with they don't want to ruffle their feathers mm-hmm. by being honest and telling them like cheating is whack. Like mm-hmm. that, like that don't even stand here mm-hmm. with us. If they say that they lose this person in their life. It even goes as far as celebrities. Mm-hmm. So I like this celebrity. So they did something sketchy. Hashtag mute Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> they did something sketchy. We're not canceling them, but the the this person that I could do without. 
Oh, we canceling them. They did the same thing. But you know, I you know used to mean? be that so way. So it's all about the mm-hmm. law, sort of, or or holding oh, on game. to. Yeah. Agreed. And 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 when I was immature, that that would that would probably be the case with certain things. Or I would do it, but I would tread lightly. Like, hey, you know, you know, like put on the voice and use certain <laughs> words, and you know, to get my point across instead of being just People blunt and just like, listen, you you you're, you're crazy right now. But again, I do realize that when it comes to my own child, and although I am holding everyone around me accountable, when it comes to her, there's something. And that I had to learn that I need to let up because she is developing. And if anybody should get a pass, she should get you a pass. You have more stake in that. Exactly. Absolutely. It's more stake, but it's still, I need to realize as a parent that if I don't back, if I don't back up and allow her to, the, the room to grow and develop and know and, and, and have faith that I gave her the tools to do the right thing, then I'm a loser. Absolutely. Definitely. So it's one of those things that like, yeah, we, we as parents, because we have a stake in it and it's our blood and their reflection of us and all this other stuff. But, you know, I've learned that if you are doing everything you're supposed to do, which I, that's, the, that's, that's my insecurity, when you, when you don't really feel like you're doing your, your best. So you have that little room, but when you know that you're doing your best and you and you are providing the tools and everything that you need, then I should just sit back and say, hey, she has everything in her toolbox right now. So she's going to mess up, but she should be able to recover because she has everything in her toolbox. Well, trust that she won't mess up. I'm just saying with develop. Well, yes, trust that she won't, but just developing in general. Or be there when she messes and, yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Like wait for it, be there, have yeah. that patience. Not, not hold your breath and think like it's just destined to happen because of... Whatever you know what I mean. I mean it. And, and so, a lot of those a lot of relationships deal with like people don't get it. It deals with faith. Like, yeah, it does. When somebody leaves and walks out the door, that's what their yep, control is gone. Yep, mm-hmm. that's what they can cheat. Love is yeah, yes, absolutely, they, definitely. They can cheat. They can beat. They can do whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're doing, but you have to trust that when they come back, they'll fill you in. Mm-hmm. You have to trust that they'll have dialogue. You have to. Put yourself, you have, you have to have your standards too. You have to have clear guidelines also, which mirror faith. But that's the part of self that is important though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like setting the boundaries, setting the guidelines, knowing what your boundaries are. Like how many people you meet that don't even know what their boundaries are? That's, you know, they yeah, don't even know what a deal breaker is. Like, it, you know, know what I mean? They don't know what their principles yeah, are. So, I have these conversations all the time. So those like, are the things that people need to reflect on. It's not necessarily the self-help. It's really ref- self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And then being able, with that, being able to connect to the right people. That's why everyone is creating all these relationships that don't quite make sense because they're not doing enough self-reflection reflection so that they, they can connect. They could connect with the right people. Most but, people don't want to see don't want to see themselves. They running, mm-hmm. running completely away from themselves. Whether it be relationship to relationship to relationship, whether it be you know substance abuse, anything. Like everyone seems to be not present so what didn't allow you to run like what were the things that you put in place because again you like i would have to i would have to say i did run at some point mm-hmm. but okay i, I ran I but ran. why are you not running um, now or are you i'm grown as hell <laughs> <laughs> i'm grown as hell I, I completely understand who i am in the world who i am to myself what i was put here for i come I, I i'm completely solid mm-hmm. in this at, at this point so I know what I want, what I don't want, and I'm showing up. How about you? Do um, you feel the same way, or do you think that that's things that... I think that I'm getting to that place. Like, I want to thank Mahogany because she was, you know, key in, in kind of bringing some things to light for me and making Definitely. me more aware as I was going through a breakup. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, also introducing me to accountable love. 
and and oh, this you. idea, nice. <laughs> right? So getting to self, you know, piggybacking off of what you were saying, if you can't trust yourself, because mm-hmm. it, it does start with with self. with self. When you are able to trust yourself, you're able to identify and, and make better decisions. So you'll know immediately. Anyone who's ever made a bad decision uh, or a bad selection, let's say, as far as a partner, I can honestly say those things were evident from the beginning mm-hmm. by what they said and what they didn't say. And it wasn't a month. Like, if I were honest, there were red flags right yes, from the beginning. But we choose Definitely. to ignore but, them. Yeah. But I chose to ignore them because probably I didn't fully trust myself and I wanted to focus on what I liked about a person. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you, when you trust yourself, you know this is you know where it's going to go and you know that it's not the right decision or the right choice. Mm-hmm. And also I notice a lot of people who are quick to hold other people accountable but they don't hold themselves accountable. I see that with most people. Mm-hmm. And I've probably oh, been that person. Absolutely. I don't want to be that person anymore, which is why I'm doing this work. But it's very easy for people to point out you know, to hold you accountable. And meanwhile, you're like, you know, are you holding yourself accountable? Then, But I mean, not. that person, how I look at it is like a lesson is a lesson is a lesson. Like if an alcoholic tells me not to drink, I'm going, I'm not going to say, well, you're not holding yourself accountable. I'm just not going to drink because I don't want to be the alcoholic. Somebody's telling yeah. me not to use drugs. I'm going to say, I'm going to look at the drug addict and say, listen, I don't want to be you. So I'm going to be, it's all about taking in the message. Like, yeah, I don't care where it comes from. from. I'm going to be accountable yeah. for what I stand for, and I'm going to respect the person, whether they're holding me accountable. If it's my shit and it's something I need to hear, mm-hmm. hold me accountable by all means. Whether you're holding yourself accountable, that's up to me to now say, listen, I'm going to hold you accountable now. Okay. For the same thing. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's why we say love is a boomerang. Mm-hmm. I can't always see what's behind me. That's why I have somebody who has my back. See what I'm saying? Everybody, I always say you have a set of four friends, and you cover every corner. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You can see everything, the whole world. But if you now do it independently, how many things can you see? When you're looking forward, how many things can you see? Mm-hmm. Can't see nothing behind you. Somebody has your back, though. How much more can you see? Mm-hmm. Somebody's on your side, how much more can you see? Somebody's on this side, how much more can you see? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Love is a group journey. Well, yeah, the relationships, people often, well, I've read or heard that these relationships that you have even with your family members are mirroring you know they're they're mirrors Mm -hmm. so these people are reflecting some aspect of you definitely back Mm -hmm. to yourself be it positive be it negative Mm -hmm. you know and and we don't always like that but that's the only way that you can really learn about yourself because you can't be objective about yourself. I could sit here for hours and tell you about myself and what I think about me and the type of person that I am, but I'm not fully aware of myself. Definitely. You know, and so my friends or the people that I know will be able to say, well, you know, bring some things to my attention that I was unaware of. Definitely. Definitely. So, I, I so that's what that. a part of account- accountable love okay. is building that strong circle of people around you that's going to make life fruitful and fulfilling. But not only, and if you don't take pride in the fact that they're correcting you, then you're not, you're not ready for friendship. You can't take pride in the fact that they want the best for you, and you're not ready for friendship. You know what I'm saying? So you can go hang out with whoever you're going to hang out with if that's going to give you passes. 
that's not going to get into them. Oh, my God, we got to talk about this again. That's oh, my why, God. But that's why most people don't really want to deal with the levels of uh, relations. Like mm-hmm. when you start talking about friendship versus mm-hmm. acquaintances, they don't mm-hmm. want to deal with that, the realness of the word. Because Definitely. once you deal with the realness of a word, the word, you automatically, accountability comes in immediately. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So it's like, oh, you know, it's different ways. It's different, it's different ways to be friends. <laughs> oh, remember that, that conversation? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell are you talking about? No, yeah. I have people I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have people I see. I know how you doing. Sometimes we even might be in the same space. But that ain't my friend. Yeah. That ain't my friend. My friend is somebody who I am, like, I I am, I have stock in Definitely. their greatness. They Definitely. have stock, stock in, in my greatness. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So we are making sure that we're holding each other accountable. We're making sure that the things that pop out, that we don't want the other the, the, world, the, world, the world to, to be able mm-hmm. to call you on. We calling you mm-hmm. on it. Definitely. There's no way in hell you got a thousand friends. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell you got 10 of them. But it's like Definitely. having a thousand kids. You don't have the, the resources to really to make provide. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't even make sense to me. I, I, have this, I still have this conversation daily, and I just, if it, I'm flabbergasted by the amount of adults that don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, how don't you get that? Your parents, every they I, I get it. They just parent, gotta. You gotta take parent, action. <laughs> you gotta take action on after this you earth get it. Has to told their children, everybody's not your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every parent has said, you're only gonna have one or two Different. in a lifetime. Yeah. How do you? How the hell do you get to twenty plus and you running around talking about I got ten best friends, two best what? Because you may, you they may not about? know what a good friend is. And even I had to contemplate that myself because, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but, but people may be showing up for you, but for all the wrong reasons at the mm-hmm. same time. Like there may be someone who claims to be a friend, but they have an agenda. You know, they're doing things and they're around and they're helping you with, with something else in the back of their mind. So what are the intentions of this person? What is the, when you're getting deeper into who what is a friendship and and in my opinion a friendship is is well you can have a friendship within a relationship but outside of a relationship you know a friend is someone who's supportive who holds you accountable who's honest with you it's the mm-hmm. same across the board it is but could it also relationships be yeah, are well, relationships relationships yeah the same rules apply but but take that back to the conversation we just had Go as ahead. far as you choosing right people mm-hmm. you getting solid you itself enough yes. So that you can trust your choices. That doesn't only go for rela- um, right, um, romantic, right. romantic relationships. relationships. That, that goes for relationships across right. the board. Yeah. That goes for all relationships. Yes. I was born into a family. Don't mean I'm rocking with everybody I was born into. Right. I'm going to pay attention to them the same way I pay attention to friends, the same right. way I pay attention to mates. Right. I need to know that these things are in line because that's the only thing that's going to make sure that I am secure, you are secure in this relationship. Right. And the difference is between friend and romantic partners, you're attracted to this person romantically. Yeah. So that, you know, people typically stick around because when there's the physical and you're attracted to them, it's, you know, they allow that to cloud their judgment. But for the most part, it like you, like, like Mahogany said, it should be all the same. You should hold them to the both, both to the, the same standards standard. come before the people. Yes. Mm-hmm. The standards come before that, the people. Then, yeah. And the logic comes before the emotion. emotion. Yeah. Definitely. You have to understand that you have a faith before anybody comes into your life. 
If you don't have a faith before somebody comes into your life, they're going to tell you what Would your you, faith yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It means you're not solid. There's so many people I'm like, they're like, you can't tell me who I am. Mm-hmm. Who are you then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can't tell you. Nope. They can't tell you. Mm-hmm. But then they're mad that you're telling them who they are. Yep. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have to sometimes say, yo, this person is a little more equipped. There's some people that see who you are in essence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm one of the people that really read people well. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I don't fall short. Doesn't mean people don't have an agenda. But you cross me, and you're going to see, because I, I give you everything. Mm-hmm. And if you do something wrong with everything, I can't give you no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody understands why, like, damn, why he cut people off like that? Because I gave him everything. Mm-hmm. What more can I give you? Right. And you took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You took it for granted. Mm-hmm. So you got to always think, like, that's one of my principles. Don't hold back. I'm not worried about the fact that the world got this grimy person and this grimy person. Like, I think that that's banter. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, okay, there's grimy people in the world. Right. But really, can they sustain all the love I'm going to provide for anybody? It's hard for people to sustain love because you show up every day mm-hmm. and it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, my God. You always got something to say. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You're always doing this. Oh, my God. Can we breathe? And the people that love it, they like, oh, this feels good. I feel like I have somebody in my corner. It does. I mean, but it doesn't always, always feel good. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You know I mean? like, it's balance. It, it is balance. It's, it's not, balance. It, does, it doesn't yeah. always feel good, but you know that you have somebody in your corner who's going to take the time to address certain things because that's what it is. People don't want to take the time. They don't want to put in the energy. They don't want to, you know, really make sure that you are where, where you should be based on what you guys discussed and based on what you agreed upon. You know what I mean? Like, people don't want to put in the work. I just feel like so many people just have this, they got blinders on. Nobody's mm-hmm. dealing with reality. Everybody's dealing with fantasy. So there is no balance because everybody thinks everything is just supposed to be peaches and cream. Yeah. At when? Like, we live on earth right. where there's seasons. It rains, it snows, and then you get sunlight. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the same in your life. Mm-hmm. You're going to have days where it's just like, it feels sunny. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have the rain days. But you always, in when you live, you live in New York. We live in New York. We know mm-hmm. their seasons. Yes. The people who complain about snow and rain drive me insane. I you agree. know where you live. Mm-hmm. So what is your problem? Now, realists are saying, soon... Summer's coming. Yes. And then they're going to be complaining about the heat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're, 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 they're professional yeah. complainers. You know what I'm they're saying? professional complainers. You got those people who is like uh, awaiting the sunny day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No complaints because I know this is coming. This is coming next. That's life. Mm-hmm. It's like if you it, like if you have faith in it, you believe in this relationship, you know it ain't going to stay in the red zone if, if y'all going through something. There's Definitely. a challenge. Y'all working through it. Y'all solution driven. We going we gonna to fix this. And we back to smiling and laughing and joking and having fun. Definitely. But sometimes we going to have to fight through it. We going to have to argue. Why? Because shit ain't correct. And we got to get it correct in order to be great. And when I said like it feels good, I'm like, well, I grew up in a family of fighters. We all know we're not in a fight till we get punched in our face. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But once we get punched in our face, we love the passion of not. the fact that, yeah, the passion <laughs> of the fact that it's time to go to war. We know where we at. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when you think about it, and then from that aspect, that's the fighting I'm saying. Like, you're now prepared to now. This person's with me. They're riding with me because they're willing to fight with me. Mm-hmm. And not fight in a dysfunctional way. I'm talking about have a back and forth with me and have a healthy back and forth with me to now grow as a unit 
mm-hmm. right, wrong, and we eliminating indifference. Yeah, you're like the worst thing is indifference, yeah. agreeing to disagree. That leaves you on that side of the room and me on this side of the room. But then we're still walking together. But we're still walking together. How? Mm-hmm. We come to a common ground. Anybody worth anything is going to work for a common ground with you. And it's going to take, like I always tell people, my relationships are backwards. We arguing for a good three years, four years early. The honeymoon, after once you get past that, it's a honeymoon. We, on the, we relaxing. You know why? Because we know each other so much. We know what we don't agree with. We know, like we done, we done actually forged a path that we both can walk. And feel comfortable walking. Mm-hmm. Honeymoon shouldn't come right after the wedding. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Honeymoon should be for the rest of your life. That's the trick. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, you gonna and we gonna do this and we they they stressed out about the wedding, then they go on a honeymoon, spend more money. But that's yo, I just had this conversation. And then they go back into real life, mm-hmm. no money. Yeah. Or they get the money from whatever they got from the wedding. They, they break even. Mm-hmm. And now life starts. That's because most people are preparing for a wedding and not a marriage. Yeah. It drives me completely Definitely. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of people that you speak to and they didn't they don't even have they have no plan. No. But they planning the hell out of this wedding. Yeah. This is what it's gonna be look like, this who's gonna be here, they're gonna be standing here. We're gonna have we're gonna have rose petals doing this and we're gonna have birds flying. Yes. What after the after the honeymoon? Then what? Or before the wedding, you caught them cheating three times, but you already planned the wedding. So yeah. So, so you, you have so to go you're going through, through with it. it. <laughs> you're gonna thug it out. You see what I'm saying? Think about think about all the time it takes not to think. All the time it takes not to be conscious. Mm-hmm. All the time it takes just to have fun, just to find people to have fun with, and how much you're setting yourself back when you actually stare in the mirror at someone. Versus going through the process and going through the back and forth. And what I mean by for three years, we going back and forth. Meaning, I want to know what you don't like. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you hate about me to what you like about me. Like, we have to work to through the hate. All. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The likes, we, we can, we, we, we. Well, that's good. why we connected, right? Because of the likes. We both love Chinese food. So yeah. we, we go in a Chinese restaurant. That's cool. <laughs> The problem comes when you want Chinese and I want McDonald's. Okay. Yeah, she won't. I knew you was going to go (laughs) on. That's where the problems come. Because we plan on eating together. We're fighting. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? So if we plan on eating together, we have to come to a common ground in the restaurant. Right. So that's where a lot of people, they always explore this. People are different, 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 different. No, we're searching for common ground. Mm Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an We're interesting unique. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of... Is the, sorry. No, God. Just just like going through through this journey now, you know, I wouldn't say totally woke, but, you know, a little more awakened to looking at it, you know, being grown. I'm not dating. Um, but, you know, meeting people and having conversations and kind of, you know, picking their brain to see, well, what is it? Who is this person, right? And going through that process of, you know, you really meet somebody, you meet someone that you really like and you're having conversation and so on and so forth. And then you get to what you said, like, as a deal breaker. And then in your mind, you're like, you know, not for lack of Maybe it could be a lack of faith or not, but it isn't very often, let's say, that you meet someone and you like so many things about them. 
and then you get to a place of a deal breaker like values Mm-hmm. That could be a deal breaker. You don't want to get married, but you want to have kids. I want to get married. Definitely. But that's this is not going to work. But you, but you, you know, you like so many things about. But a no, but that's why. But that's, that's why, why you start off. You, with yeah, with deal breakers. So when 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 I'm dating, the 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 first conversation is about deal breakers in general. I don't care. Mm. Like I don't want to get caught up in the fluff. So we talk about what you don't what, when you when you decided to be on this app or when you are when you you're dating people like what are the things that you don't want? What are the things that you're not going to tolerate? And I found that a lot of men don't have an answer to that. So then you're moving on to the next because if you don't if you can't tell me what you don't want, then I don't give a shit what you then what do you know? You, don't you know, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah so you get you caught want. up in the fluff you don't and that's, know what you want and then you like you said, you, you 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 then start to connect on the things that you like and then the things that he doesn't like kinda like slip in there and then those become the issues. But I have those, that conversation day one. Mm. Whether it's on the phone, via text, or usually we do that first and then we meet up and sometimes we don't even make it to the restaurant because <laughs> It just didn't. It just didn't pan out. You Doesn't know what I mean? Sense. Definitely. But you have to have those conversations early on because eliminate the the, the 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 BS from the very beginning. Most people try to stay away from those conversations. Like you, come on, that's too heavy right now. It's not that serious. I just met you, but I'm older. That's and a deal breaker. Yeah, that's right a, there. exactly agreed. Definitely. And if you don't you, like to communicate, we don't work. Exactly. Definitely. And then you you realize that they're not the person for you. Keep it moving. They just did you. They just did me a favor. So that question. Mm-hmm. really allows me to filter through the nonsense. Definitely. I mean, and, and, and then it's the unconscious of connecting on pain. Yes, that mm-hmm. too. Yes. You have a story. I have, I have a story. That's <laughs> just so I painful. Have say, I have to say, I've, I've been definitely there. Done that. Definitely. <laughs> like, you have a story, so we feel more connected. And then I'm, I'm usually on the outside of it. You too positive. You too oh. positive. You're a person that I ha- everything I that. just rolls off your back. No, I dealt. I dealt with stuff. Yeah. Like now, you gotta explain. I've been shot at. You gotta explain. <laughs> like you gotta explain. I've been cheated on. You gotta. Like you have to give them. Yo, I've I've been through all of this. But mm-hmm. what's gonna stop my faith of love right. from manifesting? Like yeah. I'm not gonna let anybody else stop me from doing what I'm doing. You're allowing it to stop, and you're connecting on hate, thinking it's love. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So there's a lot of people connecting on pain right. that really don't get that. That bond and that connection is not healthy. That's yeah. because love is being marketed as pain. Definitely. It is. It's Definitely. being marketed as pain. That's what so many people do. But it's always don't... been marketed as pain. Have you listened to Mary J. Blige, My Life, recently? Like, <laughs> 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 I, yeah. I, when, when that album first dropped, I was in love with it. And then I remember like maybe within like 10 years, I, I went back, listened to it. And I was on the train on my way to work. Like this chick is depressing. Like what the no, hell but right now? No, we always felt like it was depressing. We didn't it feel was. like it was marketing love. We felt like it was relatable. It was relatable now, but it was the, it was love with pain, and she was in tar- turmoil. And like they love deeper yes. because they stayed yes. longer. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. stayed longer through the madness. But I'm on the train. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> like I can't even listen. To, like she brought down my whole mood. I was like, I'm not listening to this album. I can't. Like, <laughs> funny you said that. I'm I'm I'm, I'm working with her. <laughs> You are? Well, she, well. <laughs> but at least love was, I think, at least love was present in the music. But she was I vulnerable, think. and I think that she was going through some stuff. But like you said, they marketed, they, they marketed it a certain way. And like you said, love, like she hurt, like her hurt was, was 
her pain was, it was deep. Real. Yeah, and it was real. It was real and pain. I'm not gonna I don't want to take away from that. But what I'm saying is I was pumping my fist to it. I'm like, oh yeah, I feel you, sister. But then, you know, when you're in a different place, you realize that wow, she was really in a dark place and I don't quite want to go there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you realize what unhealthy love it, it you real I, at that point I knew what unhealthy love was. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I, I was I wanted something different. And although that would always be a, a album that I would Probably, I, I love that album. You know what I mean? And it would always have a special place. Classic. But you didn't realize how dark it was until you were in a better place. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah like what does, the, go, oh, what does the term accepting differences mean to y'all? Like, I hear a lot of people say you have to accept differences. Like, and they just make that blanketed statement and that's it. And that makes you like this open-minded person. Nah, I see. I believe in accepting differences that don't go against um, your values and and what you stand for. Yeah, I believe in accepting those differences, not just differences. Yeah, but like, like give me an example because when I think of acceptance, I think bringing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like I'm we, like you, you, you over there. You smoke weed, right? Let's say I'm I'm not for it. I ain't for it either. Right? So I'm like, do your thing. I'm accepting that you smoke weed because I'm not trying to infringe my view on you, but I, you're not going to be accepted in my life. But that doesn't mean that you're going to be friends. Definitely. You're not going to be accepted in my life. And really, if I can, have, if I have water and I can throw it on you, I would. What? Because I don't want to... Yeah, I, I don't want to inhale your smoke. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm saying if it wasn't illegal, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't infringing on them, if I really can do, like, be as nasty as I want to be, that's maybe that's what I would do. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like, at some point, because you're infringing on me. Right. But I got to accept what you're doing. How did yeah. that happen? Well, I don't I don't believe in that. I don't believe in accepting, like, what doesn't... Uh, Apply to your life. Or yeah, fix. I don't believe in that. That's what I mean by what, like, the statement I made. Like, if it doesn't go against who I am, what I stand for, my principles, mm-hmm. my values, then, yes, that means that it's, it's not something that... Is it's not a deal breaker. Give me accept. Give me a difference that you would accept. Like I accept your difference. Um. Hmm. Besides the obvious, I'm a male. You're a woman. We're different. You accept um, me as you know. I mean, you accept me as a male. I know choice, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I have to think on that. I'm gonna let her speak, and I'll come up Go with ahead. something. What do you think? It's difficult for me to come up with an example, but Mahogany and I had this conversation and, you know, I, it's, it's an interesting idea because you should be yourself. I don't think that when you meet someone, their goal should be to change you because then that means that they're not for you. Absolutely. You know, yeah, you, you can grow together, but mm-hmm. you and I... Uh, whoever the person is that I'm interested in or want to be in a relationship with, I don't want to be with a carbon copy of myself. I don't want to be with someone who's exactly like me because I need some difference. Mm -hmm. I need something, some balance, and I need, because there are things that I may lack. And then there are things that you have that you can can help strengthen and, and, and vice versa. So those, those, those are great differences. Yeah, those are differences that will help us grow because if we're the same, I don't know if, if that space is there to really grow because, 
there's something again that you may have that I don't. But, but if the, it's a hammer or a nail, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. If it's a hammer or a nail, it works in unison. Exactly. How is that different? It's like one they're band, different one pieces, sound. Yes. but they're working towards the well, same perhaps goal. I'll give you an example. Perhaps I'm someone who uh, is a little more feisty. You know, not necessarily in a in a negative way, but it it could be that um, maybe I'm a little more aggressive. And then the person in my personality, you know, and then maybe the person that, you know, how they say opposites attract the person that Passive. I get together with is a little bit more laid back. And mm -hmm. so through that difference, I learn how to approach things differently. I learned that I don't have to sometimes come with a certain type of energy to something that maybe when it comes to conflicts, I can approach it, you know, in a more level headed way Definitely. because I grew up in a situation. I was, you know, listening to you about conflict where there were ongoing conflicts that were never resolved. There was this constant yeah. arguing. And being with someone who's who's able to help me realize, okay, well, you know, we may not agree about something, but we can be civilized about it. We don't have to constantly fight about things. That's the only thing that I really... So let's say you're feisty. Let's say that person's passive. Not even say passive. Let's say they're... they're laid they're, back. Laid back. They're, they're calm. And, or logical. Let's just say yeah, that. Logical. Okay. You now are dating them, and you're saying you're learning how to dial down the feistiness at some at some point, right? That should be. No, I'm saying, let's <laughs> yeah, say no, you yeah, learn. That's yeah, what you're saying. You're good. learning based on that person's difference. You right. learned how to dial down the feisty, right? A little bit. You run into the friends that knew you or the people that knew you in the past. Would they say you changed? Um, yeah. So somebody changed you. Mm -hmm. See, this is what I'm saying. A lot of people just throw out words. I want to be with somebody that makes me the best portion of who I am. They Absolutely. will change me. Absolutely. I don't want to be around anybody that can't influence me because when I'm doing something negative, I won't listen to them. I want to be around people Absolutely. who influence me. Absolutely. So change me for the better. Don't change me for the worse. I don't want anybody around me who's going to change me for the worse. But I will date somebody understanding that we will change and forever change for the better mm -hmm. because we are connected. And I decided to be two as working as one instead of one. Singular. Yeah, and who's to say that your feistiness is an issue? You know, like I think that it it it, 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 it boils it boils, but yeah, it boils down to to leadership, knowing when to take a step back and knowing when to to be in, in be be on the front line. Mm -hmm. Because I think that if you're around same people that are same heart and like minded, you may have similar personalities, but you just know when to take the back seat. Like we don't all have to be on ten, but whoever can articulate the point the best, you have the floor. And I think that if everyone understood that, then that wouldn't be an issue. Mm -hmm. But I think that people think that believe that opposites attract like so to give an example is a like for me like a difference that i could accept is that i don't i'm a vegan and aziz eats meat that's not a deal breaker for me that's a difference i can accept and mm -hmm. it's accepted so much that i will even make him chicken and i'll make him stuff that i don't necessarily eat that's okay for me but the one but there's certain things that i won't accept like i'm not accepting him smoking cigarettes like that's not something that I am I, I don't agree with you know what I mean like that is a deal breaker so I think that those are the things that you know we but you coexist with it meaning you accept the whole but you don't accept you probably still wouldn't accept that the person eats meat because you're still going to try to or challenge them to be vegan if you think it's the best way to live you're going to constantly still be like yo yeah, cause you I'm might want to get out of that meat situation well because I, I definitely educate. I'm not dating somebody who eats pork but I but I, yeah but, <laughs> that, that's, but that's one of the things you got but, to go 
but the, it's not happening. I do, I do pass on the education, and we've, and since then we've made better choices. Definitely. You have been making better food choices. You're not vegan, but you um. But we accepted the fact that when that topic comes up, we're gonna have a discussion about yes. it. Yes, that's gonna be revisited all the time. So that's where the acceptance came, and the fact mm-hmm. that you believe being vegan is a better way of living. I believe having the option to eat different things regarding meat products and things of that nature you should have the option you want to eat vegetables blah blah blah. i'm not committing to that (laughs) you see what i'm saying i'm not committing to that we have that understanding right Mm -hmm. but every time it comes up we go back and forth about it yeah we have a discussion about it why because we're open to do so because that's the that's the terms of engagement so that's what i'm trying to say like we now talk, we just say acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. Really, with what's going to make our group a group is our core values, our common thread. Mm-hmm. We're not looking for people that have a bunch of differences. We're looking for like minds. Yes. Because you don't have to think too much of, you, know, you was born this, you was born this date, I was born this date. Differences will be there, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look for why you're so unique. Because mm-hmm. it's natural. Everybody's unique in their mm-hmm. way. I'm not hugging myself. Mm-hmm. You I get know. what I'm saying? So you know, I'm saying I'm not hugging <laughs> right, myself. Give a hug. I'm not. I mean, I, I know I'm not hugging myself. So I, somebody that's so fixated on being themselves and not being like, let's quote unquote say brainwashed, or I don't want people in my mind. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're that's, gonna be like, yeah. They look at like, let's say religious groups. Oh my God, those people are so brainwashed. You're looking like, what? No, they believe in something. It's community. You just don't agree with it. There's a big difference. You have to understand that. Look at them and look at the togetherness they have. And look at what they believe in. And make them the best versions of themselves. Anybody that's, let's say, I'm not a Christian, but I do understand Christianity because we live in a Christian-based society. You have no choice, right? Mm -hmm. So you see them falling short. I challenge them. Not because I agree with it, but because you said you agree with it. Mm-hmm. If that's your belief, I want to make you the best up. person, the, the best Christian you're going to be. Mm-hmm. That's the point. So you mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I just think, you know, not to get too deep, but in this country, they are always focusing on differences. You know, whether it's, you know, gender, whether it's race, this is what whether I'm it's saying. religion. Mm-hmm. And when that incident in New Zealand happened with the mosque, the solidarity that everyone showed was was moving and touching because people of all uh, faiths, Mm -hmm. um, ethnicity, they all did some kind of vigil or they did something Mm -hmm. to show, you know, solidarity with these with with Muslims. And I was like, wow, this is very progressive, you know, definitely. I, I, it's the collective, you know, it's that mentality that is lacking. So what I think that what you all are doing is like revolutionary because we live in a time where people are not really focused on unity or love, you know, and it's reflected in the music. You know, I listen to different types of music. I like to stay current, but you know, basically all they're talking about in, in the music, you know, for the past 10 years is, you know, hey, we know they're going to beat it up, you know, and <laughs> t- take your man, take your woman, and I'm going to do this and that to you. And it's, it's, it's like vapid. It's empty and it's just physical and it has nothing to do with love. But that's but why. This is money. the message that's going out to our youth. It's going out to us everywhere. So, you know, 
trying to even reinforce this idea that, that love exists is kind of, you know, um, a foreign concept. for Because chaos is freedom. People believe chaos is freedom. When well, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just about to say, like, that's why it's very important to understand that you, you become what you absorb. And you absorb everything around you, everything that you allow in your life, your ears, anything. So, like, thinking, of, thinking in, that, in that way, that's why you become more accountable with yourself. Mm-hmm. What am I eating? What am I listening to? Right. What am I watching? Why How are you doing I? it? Why? Yeah, all all mm-hmm. of those questions you need to be able to answer for yourself because that's, that's, that's accountable love. Definitely. It is. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. And I would like to thank our guests, Aziza and Mahogany, for joining the discussion. Definitely. And this is Accountable Love. We're the Love Snobs. Yeah. Peace. My name's Aziz. I'm Jerry. Peace. Peace.